NCSG Radio, baby, we here in the mix. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. It's your boy, man. A. Reed, man. Musicologist A. Reed. Sitting in the cut, chillin' with my man, T-Money. Of course, man. See, Big, see, big Bro done got me started calling you T-Money. Golly. That's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Big Bro. Just seen AKA him. A.K.A. Marlon, A.K.A. D, 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 with a D, D from the Rough Riders. You wild, man. You wild. I just saw Big Bro. What was, uh, I want to say, what was that? Saturday? Just seen him Saturday. Yeah, man. We was over there. Uh, saw my cousin. I mean, not my cousin, man. My little nephew. Uh, his little basketball game, man. So, shout out to you too, Cam. Love you, man. It's all good, y'all. It's another episode of the MCXP Radio Podcast. Your host here. A Reed, man, follow me. A Reed TV. Marcus Smart just got a four oh, year seventy seven million. Get your money. Get your money though, man. Hey, shout out to uh, Marcus Smart. That's a uh, Flower Mound. Flower Mound yeah. product. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Solid, solid player, man. Yeah. They go show you ain't got everybody ain't got to be a KD or a Kyrie or bro. You can make a good if living. You, off. If you literally play your role and do your role good. Bro, and the way you'll the get league, paid. The way the league playing, and I, maybe this is second, third contract. Yeah, you can live good off yeah. four years, seventy-seven, and then Bro. the one before that. And these, these cats yeah, eating good. Excuse me, he ain't hurting at all, man. Good, uh, definitely good to see everybody here. Everybody, y'all can always follow the show MCXP Radio. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, these anything and everywhere that you can stream a podcast on, you will find us. So make sure you guys. Find us and follow, of course. Y'all know how how we do it, man. Give you about two good hours of some good talk, man. And like I said, it's just me and T here. So, you know, we always do what we do. Uh, last show is posted, so make sure you guys go check that out. It is out, and we had a good time. So, we just going to get right back into it, man. T, man, I hope you're feeling all right. Cool, 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 man. So, kind of start off the show, um... I'm not going to name my job. I ain't going to say it or anything like that. But it's something I've noticed uh, at my job, man, last probably like, well, today and even last week. Um, we've had some incidents at my job where people, and I'll be specific, people have been driving, you know, they got little motorized carts and stuff, you know, because working a big-ass warehouse. So there's motorized carts and there's forklifts going all the time, all the time, all the time. And in these last past few days, we've been getting a lot of issues with people like crashing <laughs> and stuff and messing up stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm and, and I'm, I'm saying that to segue into this because I was talking to to another, you know, I was talking to a coworker, and the coworker was telling me that they've had incidents in the past where you have people that literally be in the parking lot, you know, and they have their water bottles. Pour, they will pour out all the water out the water bottle and put some liquor in it you know the clear clear liquor they put it in the water cover it tell everybody it's water but they had the job drinking and getting lit which everybody has done it before I understand but these people are like drunk and they driving these 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 forklifts and they driving these liquor oh they are fucking up shit like on a regular basis so I started thinking man I was like well What's the pros and cons? Because you got people who are smokers. You got people who are drinkers. Pros and cons. Now, me, personally, when I was in college, I did a lot of 
I did a lot more drinking than my college days. And that was like 03, 08. I did a lot more drinking then than I do now. Now, it's on occasional, you know, kind of sporadic. When I have a good time, when I'm chilling with my fellas, maybe so, you know, we may pop out, pop out the bottle or something, you know. But I'm, I'm not a heavy, heavy drinker. I can't. I, I, and personally, I'm not a heavy drinker because I, I really personally don't like how it makes me feel. Like when I'm just like drunk, drunk. Like you, like T. You've seen me gone. I've seen you gone. Yeah. How it how it fucks up your system, <laughs> mm-hmm. where you can't see shit, <laughs> or you can't see nothing. You know, you you're blurry. You soon. I mean, even if you try to drive your car, man, you seeing like two lanes and stuff like that. Like, I know, I don't it, see, and those are the kind of reasons why I don't like to drink a lot like like i do but i just don't like get like super super faded anymore you see what i'm saying because like that scares me bro that scares me especially you know trying to get home and lord knows i've done it millions of times thank you jesus i ain't you know had an accident or no crash and i'm like but man it's it dog it's it's such a challenging thing to try to go home while you drunk trying to drive the car while well, you're drunk and it's, it's, we have to break down because and everything is, is what you call it's called levels yeah it's levels it's levels to it you can be buzzed you can be really drunk and you can be you know tore off, off the bone I've been and I'm not proud of it when I talk about it I've been every last one me too and I've gotten home me too by the grace of God me too but you're right though that when you tow up, that's that's hard, and it's irresponsible because you're putting other people's lives at risk. Exactly, it is irresponsible, and um, and even buzz driving. They say buzz driving is still drunk driving, but think about buzz driving, man. You got that music going. It's, see, buzz feels good. You so I can, good yeah, I can up. be buzzed, I, and I, I can be buzzed, and like you said, man, have some music or something playing in the background to kind of help you, yeah. you know. I'm still, I'm still cognitive of what the hell when I see. When you're, when you're buzzed, you're coherent of everything. Yeah. You get pulled over, you can do your ABCs and all that junk. Mm-hmm. Doing them backwards, I don't know. I can't do that sober. But no. I'm just saying, though. But, yeah, when you're hurt, as me and Terry call it, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> Being hurt is no fun. And uh, sometimes we sometimes we get there because we just be so happy to be around one another and we celebrate in this thing mm-hmm. called life. Mm-hmm. And I can see the look on your face. I know you so well. You'll be looking right, right around the time we get around that fourth or fifth when you start doing that cringe look like, you're going to do it because, you, you know, you rock with me. <laughs> like, ah. And I, I just die laughing like, man, all right, man, I'm going to leave you alone, bro. You, I know it's coming. You'll be looking like, damn. Because <laughs> I know it's coming. And if Al is with us, it's just worse. It's just, oh, my God. Yeah, Shout out to AJ. Yeah, if Al's with us, it's just like, oh, my God. So, but, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love AJ to death. That's my brother, that man. That boy can but go, man. Yeah, I don't. I, golly, it's like he ain't got no lever, man. Yeah, that man can go, man. And I ain't gonna lie, my cousin had me off the roof. I'm like, damn, bro, messing with you. With him, I, I will have to admit, sometimes I gotta put a little something on my stomach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But for the most part, I've we've we've went shot for shot and been good. And I've heard the stories of him. His, his old lady him, man, he was sleeping in the driveway. You know what I'm saying? In the car. <laughs> Or he had went to Whataburger and forgot. I said, you was behind me, man. He was like, I don't even remember. It's, it's fun, but it's just, it, you got you to be careful. Yeah. You got to be careful, yeah. man. But now I, I, I sit more to relax. 
you know, because we still have, we still got problems. Everybody has their, their vice, cigarettes, weed, mm-hmm. cigars, mm-hmm. cigars and drink, drink and cigarettes, weed and, uh, weed and drink, you know? Yeah. So I just, I just sip on my tequila. Everybody, everybody that knows me knows I sip on my tequila. They know what kind of tequila I sip and I be chilling. We need man. a sponsor still. Yeah. It's funny because my dude, shout out. Shout out to my dude, Triple uh, 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 Ice, I, Triple uh, Triple, uh, triple, triple, yeah, yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. He tagged me, and he was like, bro, messing with you. I've been drinking this damn Luna Zoo ever since. And this is from, like, <laughs> probably four or five, six years ago. And I guess he had tagged Luna Zoo, and was like, this cat here. Like, man, he be having man. people. And, and and even my girl, Carmen Key, was like, I got to come see you hashtag tequila shots. Like, everybody knows. And, you know. You know, many of people be like, "Hey, I'm gonna come through," and then they come through with the bottle surprise, and yeah. it's always Luna Zool. So it's yeah. like, she's Luna Zool, I need to shout out. Shout, I, need, I need to holler at y'all, man. Real talk, I done, man. I done made y'all we all need to, man. I, I've made, I've made, I've made y'all some good money, man. And you know, the man. stories we could have, the stories we could tell y'all. Oh, for sure. And be, and, and, and a lot of people, I don't think we really kind of discuss, you know, our history and whatnot, because I've known T for damn near forever. It feels like. And as long as I'm known T, we have graduated. I think this is like the like the third or fourth drink that we that we graduated to. Because if I'm not mistaken, our first one was I want to say it was the Bombay. Bombay was me and me and Terry. Shout out to T. We started drinking Bombay in like '99, but we had to get our we had to get our nuts up because we were always going to liquor store. It was always like going to the club. And there was always that girl there, and you thought she was so cute, but you just was, ah, yeah, I'll yeah, talk yeah, to her yeah, next yeah, time, yeah, I'll talk yeah. to her next time. And one time, we finally went in, and we'd always pick it up, and we were going to go rest the site, put it back, you know what I'm talking about? And then one day, man, we we grabbed that joint and kept walking. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? We got to the rest, and was like, we finna do this. Oh, we finna do this. Ah. And we bought the Bombay, man, and got back to the mansion, and, uh... What you gonna do? You, you take a sip. This is back when we was doing mixed drinks. We wasn't doing it like we doing it now. Yeah. So we mixed it up with some uh, some cran apple. Everybody know how we do it with the cran apple. A little splash of you know maybe a little V eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fire, fire. And I craft. I, I I perfected my 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 drink making. Mess with people at parties and whatnot. And then along came a drink called the Jonesy. Specka. Svetka was kind of, it was, it was, it was, well, me and Terry, ours goes back, but with you, I think it was like Bombay, then it went from Bombay, I think it was to either Svetka or Effin. Ah, it was Svetka, because that's when that Jonesy started. We messed, we, you know, you around, we messed with Effin some, that was 50s drink, but it was Svetka, and then after Svetka, we went right into Lunazul. Yeah. So it's been like three that yeah. you've been there for, and you know our consistency, we, we, we ride something, we with it. Yeah, and then yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And then I introduce you to the Bombay, the other flavor they had. Yeah, the blackberry, yeah, joint. sexy bottle. So yeah, you, you've been there for the three drinks, and people may not think that that's a long time, but when we dedicate ourselves, you're talking about five to six years per drink. That's dedication. <laughs> so you've been there for the. That's long, dedication. You've been there for more than the other side of what? Let me see. It's what. 2021 right now. Yeah, I've been rocking with you. I think since oh nine, maybe so maybe eleven, twelve years. Nah, oh nine. I think I met you in oh nine, huh? Because I met Spoons first. Yeah, but it it had to be before that. 
It, it was before 09 because I graduated in 08. Was it 07? It was. It was. It had to be like. That's right, because you was rocking with me on the other side. So that's a lie. Oh, Pop- it had to be like 0506-ish. Nah, 0506, I worked at Lear. I didn't know you then. I worked at Lear. So then 06, so probably 07. 07, by 07 then, probably because, about 07. Because 07 was when I met some other dude through Spoons who was a rapper. And then he talked about this guy that sings, and that was you. And 07 was, that was that studio. Yeah. This studio was like yeah. 2000. But, but but you remember when I came with Spoons, he had brought Smooth. Remember me and Smooth was doing. Who's Smooth? Uh, Core. The rapper, right? Core. No, no, okay. But there was a rapper he used to deal with too, though. A little short rapper. Remember? It was, but I forgot the rapper. Yeah. yeah, I forgot to do I met, I met I met the rapper in him first. And he was doing that dude's beats. And then I met you and I met Corey and, you know, but... And I and I met smooth I met Spoons through like an engineer through man, it's crazy. I met him yeah. through a white guy. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. <laughs> like when you try to trace back how you met people. It's crazy. But yeah. then I don't know, man. It was something about you. You would just hang out with me and come through and I would record all y'all's material and, and you know, you just always stuck around. I don't I don't even know where you live, nothing. Maybe you live in Arlington, I don't know, but you always I was seen in the, Denton at the time. You, you just would stick around and you met Lane. I don't know, you just stuck around. And uh, I wasn't producing for you nothing. You would just come record and chill, and maybe you liked the vibe. I don't know. And she felt like home, man. Yeah, and and I've I've really rocked with a lot of my clients. If they come to town, if they're from out of town or whatever, they don't. They got like they 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 be like that's home to me. Yeah, after years, I ain't got to talk to you three four years. They be like, it's always been the vibe. So then I've met many people through you, and you know, just you know, we just we just always kept it solid, man. And then. We started making a lot of records together as far as, well, recording a lot of records together. And then I started doing records that featured you. And then now we're finally officially working on, you know, yeah. Vacation was the official first record. Yes, and it now was. And we, now we're doing yes, our thing. it was. With M.I.P. and, and, and Shawty. Yes, and, it was. Yeah, so it's, it's you know. If y'all have not copped that, Vacation is out, man. It's crazy because as many years went by, EP. the time feels good. Doesn't it? It feels good right now, man. You know, to I got I think one on the last one, and then just now I'm just kind of man. in charge of doing most of this one. If it, it feels like right now, man, we in a real creative, yeah, creative mode. You man. just keep all your all your work because if something does work out, you got a catalog and say, hey, man, this is <laughs> this is all my work right here, though, yes, man. Sir. And you can and you can play stuff for the labels or whoever you may work something out with. Maybe okay. That one, that one, that one, that one. Let's re-record those or let's remix and master those if you got the sessions. And you just never know what can come of certain certain things. Yeah, yeah. That, right, that, that, that's how people like Nip and them, they get Definitely on and, they, right. and that back catalog starts selling. Yeah, man. Look at, look at Jada. That's that's proof yeah, right man. there, though. His, his old albums is going, they charting again. <laughs> I told somebody, man. I said, man, got to understand, bro. I said, your music is timeless. I said, your music is timeless. I said, she, even, 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 even the record, the record that you could do right now, may stream and make you ten cents or something like what, what, you know, whatnot. I said, but man, that same record can mess around and blow off in about two, three years, and you making from ten cents, you you making thousand dollars, you you racking up now, you know what I'm saying? So you never know, man. Your music is always time, you know. So for all the artists and out there, all you independent guys, man, y'all keep on pushing, doing it, bro. Keep yeah, doing. I it. mean. Do music because you enjoy doing it. Don't do it because you have an end goal. You see what I'm saying? It's always good to have goals, but do it because you love it. You see what I'm saying? And then everything else will come into play. 
you can do it to, to have a career, but some people do it for the wrong reasons. I want to be a star. I want to get money. I want to be rich. All right. You know what I'm saying? Say, man, you know what? I want to do this for a living. That's the word you use. I want to do this for a living. I want to make this my job. And I can dig that. You know what I'm saying? But don't don't have ulterior you know, reasons and motives to want to do it for. I'm doing it for the ladies. I'm doing it for this. Nah, man, do it for the well, passion. I mean, but you can't knock people's hustle. I mean, I, oh, mean, no, no, I, no. I, I know I know people that do that do music for certain reasons, whether yeah. it's the women or whatever. But see, to you me, you know what I'm saying? But I've never been like nah, that. Man. I've never been like I truly enjoy music. Like, I enjoy all the aspects. Of, I mean, I've been dealing with, you know, I've been in music my whole life as a child and, and you know, and coming up. And, it, and I, I just, I love everything about it. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's, it's to me, that's, that's the one, that's like the one language that everybody can rock with. It, it don't matter your skin color, your nationality, whatever. Everybody can listen to, to something in music and, and be cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something, you know. So I, I love that fact, man. But yeah, um, that kind of does get me at times, T, because you kind of wonder, you kind of wonder why these people are doing certain things. And it's just so many people out here that's trying to do music. You know, you just really don't, you really don't know everybody's, like you said, end goal. You don't know everybody's end game. You don't know everybody's purpose of what are doing. You know, I'll, I'll gladly tell y'all, you know, that my purpose is shit, man. I just love making music, making good records. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. You hear it in my records, in the actual records that I make. You hear it in the records. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Um, Big Bro. I let Big Bro listen to... I let him listen to Shorty, and I let him listen to the other one I did, uh, Swagger. Mm-hmm. And even Big Bro, he said, he said, man, he said, nobody can ever tell you that you ghostwrite. Mm-hmm. He told me, he said, he said, I'm telling you this as, as, as your, you know, as your brother, but he's listened to pretty much, like, anytime I made, like, a new track or whatever, like, I let him listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Because he was always, like, a supporter, you know what I'm saying, of, of my stuff. And he, like, you know, he told me a long time ago, he was like, man, even if I didn't know you, he said, Aaron, even if you wasn't my brother, if I heard you, nigga, I would jam your shit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's and that was a, a big-ass, like, I was like, oh, damn, my brother, Damn. Like they call me, you know, off guard, but that's respect, man. That's a lot of respect, you know what I'm saying, for what you do. And, and, and for him to just even say, like, hey, man, like, you know, nobody can ever accuse you of ghostwriting. Nobody can ever, you know. I was like, man, I took pride in that. He's like, man, you write every one of your words, man. And you put all that stuff together. I said, yeah, I said, shit, it's me. It's my story, my life, how I feel, and, you know. Yeah, I give I give all the support, all the love to, to everybody that's out there, man. My nigga Nums, Abel Mary, like everybody that's out there doing stuff, man. Good music, man. There's plenty of guys out there, independent-wise, man, that's really telling these stories and stuff like that. And I understand how the industry is, you know. Mm-hmm. But, again, I, I digress back to the point. I, I, I really don't know what everybody's in game and goal for it. I had always considered, this is a funny analogy, I love music so much, but I always call music a hoe, mm. a whole aspect. I always call music a hoe. And somebody asked me why I said that. I said, because everybody fucks with. Everybody fucks with. Everybody can it's rock It's kind of like a comment, I used to love her. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, that record, about, that record. Yeah. He talked about that, and that's what kind of started the beef with him and Cube. Mm. You know, because he was like, you know, he mentioned that she went to the West Coast, and, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, what you mean she went to the West? You know, and it's like, 
because you know hip hop being more from the mecca mm-hmm. and being New York and just that the third and it, it, it is it's passed around extremely and that term you use would be more relevant than ever now because everybody doesn't love her the same everybody yeah, doesn't teach her or they don't. touch her the same they or don't. fine tune her the same some people just run through her me and you it's something that we love so much we could do for free you know what I'm saying pretty much I mean right now pretty much we are doing it for free huh? but, but I will always do music regardless if I ever get paid handsomely for it or not because it's something that I love to do do I go through my, my, my moments yeah sometimes I don't be bothered with her <laughs> you know what I'm saying I don't sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm burnt out sometimes you know we, we, we go through our, our things though but all it takes is someone to just hear something just to spark my fire to inspire me and it can it can just it can just man it can set everything ablaze and be like okay I'm back you know what I'm saying would you consider it a hobby for you hell no I say no hobby yeah, hobby, yeah, no hobby you do occasionally I've been doing music since I was 10 years old uh, but I do take breaks though because life happens you got to yeah. somebody passes away or you have a breakup or you're going through this you get fired I mean to me to be creative I have to be in a good space headwise like I have to be there and if I got a lot of negativity around me or, you know life is just you know not favorable at the moment it's hard for me to create I gotta have a healthy mindset mental and when I'm in that space cause I visually I can see the music you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so but nah hobby, hobbies are shit golf for someone like me you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Hobbies are, you know, like, you know, nah, music is life. Life is music. And uh, um, people like, like, like Eric Summer said, you don't have to do it 24 7 to be in love with it. You know, Eric Summer said, there was times I went three, four months without doing music. You know, just you go through, yeah. it's like writer's block. Yeah, you go through man. your thing. And yeah, you, brother. You know, yeah. it happens, man. Yeah. I've, heard, I've heard MCs be like, I, I fell out of love with it because it was just going through this and I wasn't feeling it. So I stepped back. Everybody go Royce to five nine. Everybody oh, talks yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, they talk yeah, about it, man. Yeah. But you realize, but but one of the best things about that is that when you come out of that funk, some of your best stuff comes out. All those pent up emotions, aggressions, all of that stuff. You find a creative way to to, to just put it into a record. And usually for me, if I you know I take it, I, I take my time and you know to kind of rest a little bit and you know be chilling. But man, all it takes is like a dope beat. All it takes right. is just a dope ass beat. One thing can spark you, and it's just like wow. And that's it. And wow. That's, that's what my cousin AJ was like, bro. Let me let me catch this 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 boat while it's rolling. He said, because I know you got things you go through like we all do. He said, but you want to roll right now though. He's like, you just you just knocking them down like for you and him and Lane and Roach and Bud. Something. I'm just doing it. So when I'm on it, you know, everybody's like, okay. They got their plate. Let me get some too. You know what I'm talking about? So you've been trying to get me to do an album with you for eons. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and now, and now we're here. So it's like full circle. While I'm while what they say, catch the fire while you, you strike the something while it's hot, the iron while it's hot. Yeah, yeah. God yeah. Bless. So yeah. Cool, man. Most up, man. Speaking of hot, let's talk about this hot topic that's been kind of going around on social media and whatnot. Shout out to Broken because I talked to Broken earlier before. Good shit, yeah. You know, yeah, he's up in Missouri right now. Safe. Yeah, doing his thing. But we kind of talked about this a little bit. It's been going on around that. Uh, and as soon as I say his name, man, just everybody's just uh, your head just falls. P.J. Washington, 
See? You, you, you see? You see your head? I saw I saw it out my peripheral. This guy. How your head just shook. That's hilarious. This sat, bro. Okay. Because you was taught. Willie D said, let a hoe be a hoe. How long ago was that record made, man? I was in middle school. Ice Cube. We don't love the hoes, man. No, Ice Cube said, you got to let a hoe be a hoe. So he said, they don't know Vaseline. Yeah, I mean, come on. There's so many dog. There's so many references. Yes. And here dog. you come thinking you's a difference maker. Out of all these cats that got more than you, and, and, and that doesn't define love. I get that part. But here you come thinking you're the difference maker and someone that's been doing this since you was a young tadpole. <coughs> and, and and you you too had to pay the piper. And she's good. She's set up. She, she can retire from her horisms. You know what I'm saying? Thanks to you. The cleanup man. Safe. Okay. Hey, hey. PJ Washington is with, well, the chick was Brittany Renner. Met her in Dallas. Hey, man, ain't trying to put no stand. I, you know, picture her. Even when I saw her, even when I met her, I was just like, bro. Shout out to my man DJ, because DJ had biggest crush on this damn girl. So he was hell bent on seeing her that night. I was in the bed, knocked out. DJ called me, bro. She's down here in Dallas. He actually had a homegirl, like his homegirl actually knew her personally right so the homegirl was out there kicking it with her homegirl knew her personally but homegirl was like i know you want to meet her she's over here and so we was at the omni we was at the omni in downtown dallas i think i hit you i think yeah you showed me the pictures actually you showed me the pictures the night that you took them yeah 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 the same night so it was Brittany renner i think i I woke up and was like what is this yeah her and i think it was tiana trump yeah Brittany renner and tiana trump and if y'all know i mean nigga they run together those are like best friends, but both of them get down. Both of them just hold. One of them do it. One of them's in porn. Tiana Trump does actual movies. Yeah, you know she's a porn star, yeah. right? Yeah. Full blown. Yeah. yeah, look it up. Actually, I got I got <laughs> She posted something on Twitter that was damn hilarious. Uh, but yeah, dog. I hear you about the about about the guy trying to make, trying to turn them in the housewives, trying to be the difference maker, like. Why didn't you see the red flags? Like the girl actually, like she wrote a book. She, to me, no, she took she took the superhead route. She took the superhead route. Made a book, spilling all her business, all of that stuff. You can go on her Instagrams and stuff like that. Though even on her IG, the girl that posted a video saying like, athletes are dumb. If you want to get a bag, screw an athlete. She said they they don't wear rubbers. This that like she like she literally put the game out there for you, and pimp you still go out there and do it. So I said this, and I was talking to Broken. I said, bro, I I said I don't have sympathy. I don't have sympathy. When you make when you make these kind of like dumbass decisions, like how am I gonna have sympathy? I can't have sympathy, especially when it's out there. When it's out there, the blueprint, face in the front of you, and she ain't there. damn ashamed it's of it. It's almost like trying to fall for uh, what's the, what's the, what's this, the Chloe Kardashian to somebody? If Why? You, if you if you want somebody that's more exclusive and ain't been around and low profile, that's not the route to go. No, not 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 talking down on her, but it is what it is. She's high profile. She's dated her share. That's like Amber Rose. These cats come along, the 21 Savages and them. They be falling for these chicks. It's like, why? When you, There's so many other women out there in the world. But then I think they don't trust them. But I'd rather have me a chick that 
is low key. Yep. That nobody knows on that level. And, and if that don't go right or wrong, it's okay. You don't really yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Nobody yeah. knew how J. Cole's Olay looked for years. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. So if y'all don't know, man, okay, so so PJ Washington had a baby with this girl, Brittany Renner. You can look her up. But apparently now, was it, I don't know if it was true. Were they married or not? I don't know if they, they were. were. They, okay, supposedly they got married. <clears throat> And I think within two weeks, she went and secretly divorced him. So now she's on, he pays her, he, he got her on a contract pretty much like, so for 18, for the duration of the child's life of 18, he pays her so much money. I forgot how much I, it was. I saw that, but then it was people saying that, that, that it wasn't true or something oh, like I, that. I don't know. I'm just what I read. But from that. what I've read, and, and we just basing this off of what I read, yeah. So they was married, had the baby. She secretly divorced them, and now apparently she's not letting him see the baby, or something like that. Uh-huh. And PJ has been going on, you know. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, we got social media and stuff like that, and he been going on social media, man. I just want to see my son. This is down the third. So apparently, I don't know if she's holding the kid away from or whatnot. At this point now, man, now that you got the baby and stuff like that, now, now nigga, you got legal rights. I just go to court. Go to court, handle do, that do shit. Do like I did. Put yourself on child support. You get your visitation. But what kills me about that situation is, uh, nigga don't want to put it. He, I know he don't want to put himself on no child support. I mean, because he got to pay the girl. I think they said it was like like two hundred k or something or something like but that. I don't know why because if if that's not it's not spousal support. You ain't been together that long. Though. Yeah, she got the baby. She got the bag already though. She already got you, bro. So go put yourself on child support. I don't know what kind of deal you may have done if you did. That's crazy, but the deal don't include you not seeing your child. It's just, it's just that these young boys they come in the game and they see what they see and they want what they want. Sometimes that comes at a price or a cost. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not worth it though because for a chick to say, "Hey, I'm gonna have a kid with him just to secure the bag," that, that that's that's very revealing. It's like, damn, that's messed up. You're gonna have a whole human being with another person to lock in the money. We don't even know if this dude's gonna be turn out to be. You know, he can ball, but you know, what? What if you know he don't make it like that? Like you know, yeah, his money yeah, run out. Yeah, he's gonna be looking crazy in my heart. You know, I can see if you try to get LeBron James and Melo or somebody. You know, what I'm talking about someone yeah. that's established and they yeah. worth two, three hundred million. But you know what? You got an up and coming bag, so I'm, I, I, I guess I guess that all that counts for something too, though. Karma comes around. I mean, I, I, just, just, I just don't like how she did him though. Because oh, I hate it, how she it, did because him because what it is, it's basically. You have what's called a character flaw because even if you even if he didn't know better, you took advantage of it and finessed him. If he didn't know better, you can't finesse someone that knows better. Yeah, you finessed him, and then people go, "Nah, he grown," and I get that. But you know, mother's always gonna look back at him and say, "Nah, bro, but that's you." No, but but no, but but I mean, but come, you played but, a part but, in that. But, though. But, she but played T, a part in that. But T, I'm I'm saying, and the reason I say I don't have the sympathy is like, dog, it's not like he he couldn't know. Yeah. I mean, damn it, he was hanging with the girl. He didn't yeah. smash her. Like like, yeah. it's like he didn't know. But, but it's, it's not like people wasn't saying. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure, sure he too. had people in his corner. But like, I, bro, but, come but, on, dog. But you've been. You and I have both been with chicks that can make you feel. You know, and my, I got mine out there when I was a little younger, but they can make you feel away, and they on some whole other shit. Like you, super special, and then you be shit. like, "Oh, see, that's what teaches you game." Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she got me, bro. 
she really got me. And you be looking crazy. Like, bro, she had me feeling like I was the man out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to learn from that. It doesn't mean treat everybody the same, but then start paying attention and being like, hey, is this real? And certain things. And yeah, he got got. I I just think really he bought into something that she sold him. And he, he that was based, you know, on him, you know, believing in her that she felt that way. And then it didn't work out. So, you know, hey, joke's on you. And we don't know what she was telling him behind closed doors. And you know, dudes can get, dudes can boy they can they can be out of there. She probably stroked his ego like a motherfucker and everything else. So you know, it's just like we don't know what was said behind closed doors to make him feel the way he felt about her. We don't know if she played the long game and dated him. Think about it, ladies, women can play the long game yeah. where they date you. They can do this for four, five, six years to secure that bag. Think about it. They be like, shit, I, I, I did that for four, five years. I deserve it. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, on some desire it's type. Un, hey, it's unfortunate because somebody's feelings are involved in that. Yeah, and man. I think there is maybe a price yeah. to pay for that when you do people like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to Broken. We was, we was having that conversation. Broken had mentioned. I told him I was going to mention this on the show. He had mentioned that like some of the high profile guys. He said like John Cena, John Cena the wrestler. He actually had a prenup contract for the chick that he was dating. That if they stopped dating. The chick would have to move out. He was dating some chick that was in W, like WW. She was with him in the WWE. But it was apparently, like, yeah, he had a prenup contract already. That just said, like, hey, you know, if 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 we break up, like, she moved out, and apparently she didn't want to move out. He took it to court. <laughs> he said, oh, you gotta go because of that contract. You know, you gotta you gotta be kind of smarter, man. You gotta be kind of smart about the things you do. Um, Derek Jeter, um, Brogan had mentioned that he said Derek Jeter actually had a policy to where like when he had women or parties or anything, anybody that came to the house, like everybody had to put their phone in the basket by the door, like no pictures, none of that stuff. You who know who was this? He said Derek Jeter. Uh, LeBron must stole his idea. Okay, go ahead. Yep. Sure. I mean, some. I mean, but I, I think at some point that kind of becomes maybe common knowledge if you out there. Look, it don't. It don't necessarily mean that you are. If you're a high-profile guy. It don't always mean you out doing dirt. Sometimes you be like, nah, what's going on here stays in here because I don't need you putting everything that I'm doing. Some people don't want their whole thing broadcast. I get that. Like, nah, if you come into my joint, put your phone up. Or better yet, if you feel safe, leave it in your car. Because if we catch you with your phone, we're going to take it. You know the rules before you come in. But it's always somebody that's doing some low-key because everybody don't want their business all out there, though. You know what I mean? Plus, it could be some people at the party, not the host party, that's doing something they shouldn't be doing. And, you, and that's how you'd be like, mm, that ain't so-and-so he with. And there you have it, though. <laughs> so, yeah, man, there's a lot that comes with being a celebrity. And I, I don't really care for it, don't really want to be one. I just want to get paid like one and make good music. But I don't really care to, you know, everywhere I go, people know you. You'd be like, ah, sure yeah. miss those days where I could just go to Shell Shack and eating peace and chill you know what I'm talking about that, yeah that kind of remind like when I went to Houston years years ago man when they had the I want to say it was an all-star game down there in Houston man he was up at the mall and uh you know you got your celebrities you talking about the one there. you talking about the uh the first one the second one because I was at the first one the one when uh yeah uh, yeah and uh Tracy Grace still played for the Rockets the yeah. all-star game was at the Toyota Center yeah man I was, I was at that one that's what I, was I saw in Houston it, it was like was that like I was early. Like 04 was, or something like that. Yeah. 04? Yeah. yeah. I, I, me, Autumn, Chavis, somebody else went down. We worked that. My mom set us up to 
worked with a big party. That's when I met Hoops and uh, Sheena Arnold and all them. Yeah. That's when Ben Gordon was still playing. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that era. Yeah, yeah. That era. Uh, yeah. T.I. Ludacris. It was a, it was a concert and Ludacris ended up close. No, T.I. ended up closing the show. Saw all kind of folks though, man. Like that was that was crazy, bro. That was crazy. That one down in that Houston. was. And what I, we liked about it, it was only a three and a half hour drive. Yeah, man. That's Got what us made a little it room. That's what made it better. My sister came down from L.A. We kicked it, you know. And then after we got a little bread, you know, after the, everything was over, we drove right back to the crib. That was like oh four oh five. It was early in the game. You was out. You was out there. Yeah, me and me and my, my roommate at the time, Mike. I think his little brother came. Came. Bro, I, know, I know me and Mike. The Galleria was. Hopping, Boy, bro. yeah, we was over there. We went to Galleria. Oh, oh my lord, went to Galleria and saw so much, so many. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, but we went to the other one, man, and uh, that's where I saw I saw Fab, saw Fabulous out there. I saw uh, saw Pharrell, saw your boy uh, Pusha, Pusha was with him. Uh, saw uh, Murphy Lee. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. But you, you go in there, man, and fabulous dude, like golly, they were so, so they was all around. Like he couldn't even move, man. Fabulous. Yeah, he couldn't even move. Hey, because because that one, it might have been the guy because it was like, ain't it like three floors? Yeah, gallery got like Yeah, floors. it was like three floors. So yeah, like we was on one of the top floors. We looked down. There goes fabulous. The bottom and, like, one is mostly like the food court. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Floor. Yep. Then you go yep. to the top floor. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You exactly right. I saw that and I was like, golly, man. And then, okay, y'all can call me crazy if you want, man. But I saw Pharrell and I looked at Pharrell and I was like, nah, that ain't really Pharrell, bro. Like, that can't be him. Because this nigga had, this nigga had, bro, he had the glow like, like, like Tymac, nigga. Like, he had the, like, like, you know, it's like Bruce Leroy. Nigga, like, I ain't lying. It was like a look. I was like, God, damn. But when he turned his head and I saw that, that neck tattoo, that little, I said, oh. I said, that's Pharrell right there. And just so happened, he was talking to Pusha. He was talking to Pusha T. And he had Pusha T like right there with him. Oh, it was my homeboy, uh, other partner, Menard. Because Menard had somehow seen Pusha and he was asking him where Malice was. Nah. And he said, yeah, he said, yeah. he said Malice was like still at the hotel or something like that. Yeah. But I saw both of them, Pharrell, Pusha T. And Pharrell was talking to him. He had, had his, his arm over. He was trying to tell him something while they was walking. You, but the crowd behind them was just ridiculous. Especially Pharrell, because at that time Pharrell was ridiculous. He was, I mean, he's still a star now, but that was that big that honeymoon phase of the yes, star. He was so huge. Man. I mean, worked with the who's who of the industry. Yes, and just seeing him in public, you just be like, bro, that's him. You know yeah, what that's about? what I'm saying. I'm and, and I mean, and the baddest woman in the whole in the whole place in the whole mall was was she chased that man from that <laughs> from that side. All the way down there in heels. I mean, for real, for real. I, I might have been in the mall when that happened because we was laughing at it was this chick. She said she was on a mission. I don't know if it was Pharrell, but she was like, "I'm gonna get him." And I can't remember who it was. It might. It, I don't know if it was Pharrell, but she was loud and oh, it was a loud We chick. was like, we probably was all at the mall. At the yeah, same I mean, yeah. Time she was big as hell and everything, man. I remember we was probably at the mall all at the same time because I remember outside the mall was a show. It was a car show. Car show. Nah, we pulled Bro, up. It we took pulled us up. Ever to get out there. That's but remember, that's I told you. That's where I met uh, Leslie's cuz. Uh-huh. Remember when I was I was dating Leslie at the time. Uh-huh. Remember I told her a uh, cousin stayed in. Yeah, we pulled up. We dog. We literally pulled up. Uh-huh. 
got out the car and this chick was like across from me. Mm. Like out the lane, she just got out the car. She got and she looked at me. And she was like, Is your name Aaron? I'm like, how the fuck you know? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, Yeah, you date my cousin. I said, Who's your cousin? She said, I said, Oh my God. Man. A small world, bro. Just, just new, new, new face recognition. Oh my tip. god, it caught me off guard. Even Mike was like, "Dude, I, uh, yeah, I get that a lot." They yeah. be like, Dry. They be funny. I saw you right now. I saw your big ass head. What you doing, boy? I'd be like, Jesus. Like, I'm in, I'm in Houston, bro. That hey, dog, bro. But, but Houston <laughs> and Dallas is neighbors. True. And when when we found out All Star was in Houston. You that was know a show. From Dallas. That was a show. Same thing if, if something's in Dallas. Yeah. Big Houston coming yeah. down. So it was, I'm down there running to every damn body. Yeah, I'm man. like, bro, it's like I'm back in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what you doing? Yeah. In fact, I was rocking with, I was rocking with Brian at that point. Yep. I was rocking yeah. with Brian at that point because we had made a record and I had, I was trying, I was getting him to sing on it and whatnot and we didn't have a room at, we didn't have a room just yet. So, me knowing everybody, I would just crash here, crash there. Yeah, my boy Uptight, he came down with us, man. It was nice though, man. We we I mean, we kicked it, bro. We kicked it, man. But it ain't ain't none of that tops freak nick. None of it. But the one yeah. thing that I've wanted to always go to and never got to go to because I was just too young. But man, if y'all know anything about freak nick, man, freak nick days is over, man. Yo, yeah, like like y'all, that'll never come back. Yeah. That would never come back. 1995. Now, where was that at, though? Was it Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta. So, if y'all don't know, for all you young heads, because I remember it. Like I said, I was just too young to go, but I remember hearing the stories of Freaking and I. My man T could tell you stories if you got it, but. How old was you in 95? Oh, damn. I was 20. Ninety-five? Yeah, I was twenty. Yeah, I was about ten. God damn. Okay, yeah, you wasn't going nowhere. I was ten. And, and the reason I remember yeah, I the year, 85. The reason I remember the year so well, it was ninety-five, not quite ninety-six. And Nas hadn't dropped. He hadn't dropped Illmatic yet. He had dropped the song called "It Ain't Hard to Tell," where he sampled the the Michael Jackson. Human Nature record. And I had I had the I had the the, the, the Christmas LaFace CD mm. and that had Players Ball on it mm. but they hadn't dropped the album yet so we riding around bumping the Nas joint and the Players Ball joint everybody bumping the Players Ball joint because we was in Atlanta yeah. and everybody was saying the same thing man how they didn't get the album out before Freaknik bro yeah. nobody had the album yeah. yet though. and we, we really went to Freaknik at one of our chicks house just chilling watching MTV Remember they do the MTV mm-hmm. with the VJs and they be on the beach yeah, kicking it. Yeah. And one of them old school. One of them was like, yo, I heard the freak nick is cracking. And we was like, what is a freak nick? And they showed like a shot of it. And it was like me, my dude Wendell, my dude CA, my cousin Tim, and his brother. I forgot his brother's name, big tall cat. I had a Nissan Stanza, 91, I had a 91 Nissan Stanza Ooh. decked out, and he had a 240SX, Nissan 240SX. And we right there, and the chicks we mess with right here, and we look at each other, and they like, hell nah, man, y'all ain't going to tell that. We look at you and say, what y'all want, Nick? We left, we left, we left that, that day, that day. Five, man. Like, I worked at K104, but <laughs> yeah. my mom was there. I, I, hey, 
I need someone to cover for me. You know, I'm going, you know, yeah, yeah. We jumped on the road, stopped somewhere in between a place called Shoney's. Oh, had some breakfast. Heard of Shoney's? Yeah, heard of Shoney's. Got a speeding ticket on the way there. We was doing like a hundred and something <laughs> off over there. 1995. And I remember Tom Joyner was on the air. We was getting more and more crump because on the way there, you would hear Tom Joyner saying, hey, man, this looking like it's going to be the, the biggest freak nigga of all. And it was like, I think he said 550,000 people showed up. Oh, my goodness. And if you know 550,000 people times Atlanta, it ain't going to work because Atlanta's not big. <laughs> oh man! I mean, nah, they said. It, I mean, they said it was literally like the all the roads shut down. Yeah. Like people, like literally, like like people, like literally, just cut their well, cars off and just out. Just just how, walk. I how mean, it worked was one of the main roads on it was called Peachtree. Peachtree, I've heard and of Peachtree. Then you have another road called Peachtree Convention, and we had to go see Peachtree. Man, we kept hearing about it though, so we on Peachtree, and it got to the point where we just got out the car, locked it up. And I think we came back 11 hours later and still traffic. We literally, and there is no exaggeration in what I'm saying. We literally, okay, because you know, my car was sitting on the rims with the whole nine. So I'm like, hey, take all your belongings, lock the car. We're going to lock the car up, you know, take your pages with you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what they said. Take your pages with you. What no no cell phones? (laughs) Take your pages with you. And uh, whatever else you need. And uh, we we, we walked all of Peachtree. We ended up seeing Magic City, all that. We ate at a place called uh, Crystal's. Crystal's, Crystal's was like Crystal Burgers. Yeah, it was like a not. It, it, it was kind of like White Castle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little, I remember Crystal Bun. I know Crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we ate I at know Crystal. Crystal. Yes. Ate at Crystal's, and I mean, we kicked it, bro. And it was like we couldn't move anyway. So everybody was like, you know what? We're not going nowhere no time soon anyway. Because we started seeing more people walking in between the cars, and we man, we turned that joint off. We got back to the car about. One or two in the morning, and about probably about three or four, it finally started breaking up because people was hungry. Yeah, <sighs> tried to go to the Waffle House, impossible. impossible. That wasn't gonna happen. Impossible. That wasn't gonna happen. They had to have police there to be like, no more, no more people can come in. It was the car washes. It was, it was, it was pure chaos. And I, I remember one of the albums I was bumping was Master Ace. Mm. And what what out it was that song Born to Roll was on it. Mm-hmm. The album was called Slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. and we was bump we was bumping that joint hard though. And they was like, "What's that?" Because I worked for K one hundred and so I had I, I would have music people wouldn't even have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and man, it, it it was something that you can you can tell your partners that haven't been, and and even your up and coming partners that you know like, hey, bro, I've been to that. And I've been to Kappa Beach before they started messing up Kappa Beach in Houston. Oh, uh, yeah. They the so only did. thing I never did was Black Beach Weekend in Virginia. I never got to be there. And that ain't nothing but Freak Nick in, 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 in bikinis. That's the only difference. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, but my question to you before we take a break. Well, the story is true about how wild it was. Absolutely. No exaggeration. Because I was, I witnessed them. I was a part of, I, I wasn't, a, <laughs> I wasn't a part of some of them to that degree, but I was there. I ruined some moments. Now keep my hands to myself. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Sean Kemp, you, you ruined it for everybody. <laughs> she called me Sean Kemp because that's back when the Olympic jerseys was coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And I had the Olympic Everybody shirt. had to, yeah, yeah. Everybody we all rocking, had one. Everybody's rocking. Right, it, yeah, it, yeah. it was all blue and it had the, the white yep, with what you yep, call it. Yep. And Sean Kemp, his number was 40. 
but his Olympic number was like either like, four or seven. Yeah, it was like, like a single digit, yeah. something like that, six or and something. Old girl, old girl was up there, and I, I dumb asked him, put put my finger in the pot. You know what I'm saying? And, See, Sean Kemp, you done ruined for everybody. Oh, Sean Kemp, come on, man. Like, <laughs> hey, everybody dissipated like my dumb ass. But yeah, everything that they tell <laughs> you is, boop. yeah, I, I'm talking about just like, <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, like, I'm done. hey, read. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Nats. No, I'm messing with you. But now, nah, real true story, though, but everything that, if somebody told you stories about Freak Nick, more than likely they're true because it, it was kind of a, it was just, you got to let the ladies get juiced up. Let them get sauced up first. Let them get nice and good, then kick it. Yeah. But you can't be trying to do all this octopus touching and whatnot, and they not ready, though. So it was just it was just the wildest thing I've ever seen. I've seen They had some videos back yeah. then. Yeah. I, I seen I was like. Well, I was at the one in 95, which had the biggest turnout, mm. more than half a million students. And you're looking at people in cars that got California plates. New York plates, everywhere. Arizona plates. They coming from everywhere. It's it's the United States conversion. This little place called Atlanta, and they weren't ready for it. And it, it was traffic twenty four seven. The only time you didn't really see major traffic was on mm-hmm. I twenty like that. It, it'd be traffic, but not that standstill. Mm-hmm. Once you got off the highway, because we took twenty from Grand Prairie to what's got twenty runs all the way to Atlanta. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But. It's weird because you're like, damn, you exit right off I-20 and boom, you're, you know, in, you're in College Park or wherever you're going. But once you got in the in the inner cities, that's when they can't take that kind of traffic. And it was just like, I've never seen anything like it in my whole life. And I'm 46 now. I, nothing has topped Freak Nick for me in my whole life. And I could, I could call my buddies up right now and be like, and they'd be like, yeah, every, every word he's, bro, we got a room and literally, mm-hmm. literally, I don't know what we pay for that room, but if we wanted to, like, sleep in our cars and rent our room out, we probably, we probably could have got about six, seven hundred a night, and just slept in our cars. But we was like, hell no! Nah. What we went through to get these damn rooms, mm-hmm. damn that! You know what I'm saying? We, we lay down. It was a one bedroom with the double beds, and mm-hmm. it was six of us. We made it work. She said, "We ain't got one. We'll take it." We roughed it. Oh yeah, we yeah, roughed it. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. a rotation on on the shower, yeah. the bathroom, yeah. the iron. Everybody wanted, you know. We had a rotation. Okay, who up next? Yeah. All right, you, you make it work. You your, okay, make it work. Yeah, you know it's fellas. Make it work. So yeah. it was like two. It was like two to two, two to a bed, one in, and then yeah. one on the yeah, other. Yeah, end. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you had the floor, so it was two, two, and then two on the floor. Shit, I was cool. My homeboy CA, he, he said, I'll, I'll take the chair. Yeah, so you gonna make it work, bro. Yeah, you gonna make he it said, work. Give me a blank. We, but see, bro, by the time you, by the time you got back to the room, you didn't care. It was like four thirty in the morning. So you get in the room, chop it up for a little bit. You pass out, but you trying to set your alarm to get back up to catch the next next day shenanigans. You know, you ain't trying to get up at three four in the afternoon. Yeah, you trying to catch yeah. it all. Yeah. So yeah. for three days, you didn't get no sleep. By the time you got back to Dallas, you like this. <laughs> you dog tired. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> People oh, had to go to work and shit. You just, and all they looking at you as a star. Did you want the freak? And you got these pictures and you like, bro, because that's all we had was cameras. Yeah. I mean, we had the, we had the disposable drugs. Yeah, back. man. Everybody had we, we We going to the, to the, I don't know who it was back then, but we was, man, they was like, man, oh, they was like, bro, these pictures, like some of the dudes in the store was like, bro. These pictures we get, <laughs> nigga making 
copies. Dude told me I got copies on deck. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Hey, he like what? I got copies on deck. Like that's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's funny, man. On that note, y'all, we're going to take us a music break. I'm play a couple joints, man. We're going to come back, man, and talk a little sports, man. The NFL is back, finally back. It's good for it to be back, man. But we'll talk some more on that, man. Y'all are listening to MCHP Radio. Be right back. Stay tuned.
Yeah, 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 yeah. Back at it, back at it, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. MCXP Radio sitting here, man. Your boy Reed. Follow me, Reed TV, T Money. Sitting over here, man. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks, man. Shout out to uh, Mob Deep, man. They still half your shit. They still all of it. Hey, man. Yeah, true. Yeah. Shout, yeah, shout out again, man. Mob Deep. Havoc. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Yeah, yeah we know that. Prodigy. They did you, my nigga. I'm sorry, man. I say I'm sorry, but, man, you know. But that's a whole nother story, man. Here we go, man. NFL is back. Back, back, back. I'm glad it's my favorite time of the year. Uh, but it, it goes so quickly. It goes by so quickly. We say this every year. We say this all the time. Like the joke says that I made up. Maybe someone else made up. Give football a baseball skip. No, it'd be too nice. You're gonna be retired for the yeah. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're dead. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, it's 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 154 games. Of it's football. understandable, you know, why it's so short. But I say, man, it's 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 such a. And I always tell people, man, this is like 
this is like a football's player like soap opera man like like a, a, a football like a fanatic man anybody that's a fan of the sport man because you get like 16 17 weeks yeah. to see which teams which eight teams can take it to the you know take it to the to the to the playoffs and then from there you know it's just hey it's one and done man it ain't no series it ain't you know ain't no best of seven it's one and done either you win or you lose it's, it's that's like the ultimate win and win or go home you know so i'm glad it's back um excuse me man a lot of these teams that i've been seeing over here in the preseason um i'm gonna tell you i think this is i'm gonna be quite excited T. And I'm gonna say this because I'm gonna be quite excited at watching some of these, some of these, this new crop, like this new, the new guys that just came in this past NFL draft. You got a lot of, damn, a lot of A1 players, man, that came out this last draft. Mm-hmm. And to see some of them doing their work in the NFL, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. What, what 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 player are you most excited at seeing coming out the draft? Seeing what they're gonna do. You know what? I'm I'm definitely going to be looking at Justin Fields. I knew he was going to say that. Chicago Bears. I said, he's going to say Justin Fields. I don't know why. I felt it. That's crazy, man. I, thought, I thought you would have said something, you know, like, oh, you know, because my squad says a natty. I'm looking for Michael Parsons. And, and I'm looking at, well, of course. Of you know, course. I mean. Parsons showed out nice, though. Yeah, they said. He, he showed he, out he, nice. I mean, so that's, that's who I'm. Of course, I'm, I'm looking forward to other players. I'm looking forward to seeing if uh, your man's Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, he looked all right. What he does, he looked all right. Parsons, that was always going to be my first pick. Uh, I want to see what your man's is going to do from Alabama and Denver that we were supposed to get. Uh, Talib? No, 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 no. Sertain. Yeah, Patrick Sertain. Yeah, man, he caught a pick six. Yeah, there's there's certain players you know I really want to check out, man. You know, Trey Lance. Trey looked nice. Yeah, Trey did look nice. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's a it's a lot of players, man. There was a lot, of, a lot of guys. There were a lot of respectable players that came out this year. That was a, yeah. that was a, a deep draft. Yeah, it very much yeah. was, man. Um, for my squad, Cincinnati, um, definitely definitely looking at how Jamar Chase uh, is gonna is gonna. Yeah, because the influence on that was your boy, your y'all's quarterback. Yeah. Joe Burrow. So he he wants Joey that comfortability. Bean. So that they don't, you know, it, it's always an okay. So you vouch for this. But I think, but I'm really, I, I think that Cincinnati has a hell of a fucking offense. Mm. And I'm just saying, and I'm not saying it because this is my squad. I'm saying that the pieces. Because you got Joe Burrow and you got your boy Joe Mixon in the back. And you got a three headed monster wide receiver with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. Say, so, hey, man, since he got some weapons. So you can't say that. How's y'all's line though? Line is looking all right because all line is looking don't all right. If your quarterback is on that's, his yeah, ass, that's that. I think that's going to be my biggest if coming into the season because our Lord knows I'm going to be looking at that old line like crazy. About that. We was like, bro, y'all need some offensive play, offensive lineman, yeah, to keep yeah. him upright. How yeah. did he get hurt? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You got he got weapons. He just got to be upright to to, 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 to throw get the it, ball to him. To get it to him, and that's so. the unfortunate part. Of having a high-powered offense, you have to have a high-powered line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, man. Number of teams out there, man. Uh, yeah. No, but but I'm – yeah. Justin Fields, man. Um, He feels slighted, too. I feel like, number one, he got slighted. He feels slighted. 
Uh, I think he should have. I think he really should have got. I thought that Justin Fields might have ended up in Frisco personally. You know what? Before oh, Trey Lance got, got Trey Lance got got him. I kind of wanted because I have a deep down thing in me. Where I used to be a huge San Francisco fan, like in the eighties, like eighty four, eighty five. Everybody was uh, Montana. Everybody was Tom Rathman. Yeah, and, 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 and what's the, what's the running back there? Roger Craig. Yeah. John Taylor. John Taylor. Rice. All Rice. Was. Just I was oh, a yeah. fan, bro. I yeah. didn't care. Like, yeah, dog, the 49ers was what that was. Yeah. And I wanted to see Justin Fields go to 49ers, man. But it didn't happen, though. I was like, man, that would have been a nice fit. But Chicago needs some help, too, though. You know, Chicago ain't had a quarterback since what? It was Ever. Like, so, yeah. But at the same time, like, yeah, you got it. Well, shit. I think, I think Chicago had to make that pick. They had to make well, that because pick. No, I'm doubt because they they missed out on the draft. I think they could have had. They, they, they missed on your boy Mahomes. And, they could have had. They had a uh, 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 what's my man's name out of Houston? Sean uh, Watson. Yeah, they, they could have had him. They they whiffed and took and nigga, your man. They bombed and took. They took your boy Trubisky. Trubisky got an arm like no other, but just, and you know what? He's slowly progressing now. But the thing about the thing about business and sports, just like with Drew Brees, Drew Brees had arrived when it was time for him to get, and mm-hmm. you know, with him and um, what's my man's name, Philip Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. and it, it unfortunately it was okay. Damn, we you know we gotta let him go because we got our guy. But mm-hmm. Trubisky got he got better, but it wasn't what what where he should have been for what they for who they skipped over him for. Nah. It's another thing. I do. I do think this though. It's still another thing with a player being in the wrong system. Because yeah. he did have Nagy as a coach. Nagy's fucking horrible. I think Nagy's still. Is he still there? And doesn't that bother you sometimes? We talked about that. Me, you. I think it was either me, you, and Spoons, or me, you, and Broken. Or how coaches can. I mean, players can be victim of the systems of coaches. It's a lot of people that are, and, and, and they're considered busts. And you get labeled that. that because you were in a, I mean, how many people went to Cleveland and got considered busts? You know what I'm talking about? And it's mm-hmm. like, damn, man, were they a bust or was it the team? And I mean, you hired, what's his name? Something, Freddie Kitchens is your head coach. Yeah, bro. Just something out of, out of you nowhere. Know, like, some, look, no slight to Freddie Kitchens, but some people are meant to be what they are. Defensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. Offensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. You know, some people aren't meant to be to transcend to other things, and these players get caught. They get caught up. I mean, hell, when's the last good Jets quarterback you had? Testaverde? You know what I'm talking no, about? Oh, shit. Joe. Who? Name it. Bro. Yeah, he, nigga, you said the last one. Testaverde could, could ball. But Testaverde played for everybody. That nigga said Joe, name it. This man is wild. That's going back <laughs> to the 70s. Bro. Have they done anything since? Yeah. After him, it was Testa Verde, and then after that, and that even Testa Verde was in the 80s, early 80s. So yeah. Exactly, bro. Every, exactly. You mean to tell me, and Brett Favre don't count because he only played for that season. Don't count. Every quarterback that came out the draft sucked. They just couldn't get it done. Nah, can't be. Can't be. Nah. You had Bowles, what was his name, something Bowles? Kyle Bowles. As your, as, your, as your coach, you had the, Man, some things is unfixable because of the culture of that team. Mm-hmm. And it starts with management. Mm-hmm. And the Jets mm-hmm. have been the, the the booty hole of teams 
of the NFL for how long? Even Cleveland yeah, got Cleveland out of that. for a while. Even Cleveland, Cleveland got out of that. Cleveland phone. finally got out of that. that but hole. Jets just seem to be stuck in that rut, and it doesn't matter what court they've been drafting quarterbacks for how many years now, <laughs> bro? Yeah. You got to start saying, yeah. "Hey, man." It don't really matter who we draft as long as the culture is what it is. I don't even think old boy was bad. Uh, Darnold. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. I don't even think Sam that he Darnold. was a bad QB. I, mean, I think he was better than, what's your man's name? Uh, I see his face. Gene. What was it name? The black dude that was pouting at the draft. Gino. Gino. Oh, hell yeah, he's better than Gino. Sam Darnold. These players don't come from college being great players and just suck. Sometimes they go to bad systems. Yeah, I think Darnold was a what I think Darnold was a was a victim of that. Uh, I think yeah, your yeah. boy played pretty well though. What's the white boy's name? I see his face. He was at the Dolphins, and then he left the Dolphins and he went to the Jets. Hint, 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 who? Hinch, Hinch. What was his name? I see his man. I see his face though. White boy, that gold blonde hair. He played for the Dolphins. What position? Quarterback. He played for the Dolphins. He left the Dolphins, and then he went to the Jets. He played pretty good. Who you saying? You saying like no Hink? Chris? Chris Hinky? Nah, Hinky. not him. That's nah, that's dude from the damn Florida State. Not him. What was his? Ah, oh, I see his face, bro. Hold on, man. Let me look up Jets quarterback for the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it ain't always been bad. Like I, damn. Him. What's that other guy? It's this thing about going from the Miami Dolphins to the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know yeah. what that's about. Bro. Josh Rosen, I think he got dealt he got a, a bad deal. He, I think he got, he a, got bad a bad deal, deal on, since he's been in the league. He's he, had a bad deal. He got a bad deal in Arizona only because of your man was coming out from Allen. What's the little cat name? A little scrambling quarterback in, in, in Arizona now. It went to Allen. Oh, your boy. Uh, I see his face. Yeah, him. Uh, he got a raw deal on that because they was like, "No, nah, we want him. We don't care. We don't care about you." You know what I'm talking about? They was like, once they knew he was coming out, yeah. But but hell, Rosen was there for a while though. Right, Rosen was there for I think two, two seasons, maybe a season. Remember because he got traded from Miami or something like that. Yeah, they didn't give that boy no shot. They didn't, no, they, your man's was coming out and Zion used to play against him. I mean, that dude's the truth. So they gave up on him quick. God, what is that dude's name? Damn, now you got it on my brain. Uh. Sad because he balls. I just forgot his name though, bro. No, no slight. You know what I'm saying? Kyler Murray. Yep. Kyler Murray. Yep. Yeah. 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 So yeah, man, it's it's it sucks, bro. It sucks that yeah, you Chad yeah. Pennington. Wow. Chad Pennington. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Pennington. Remember? I remember. He wasn't Pennington. a bad quarterback. Bro. He was not bad. He came from Miami. He was not he went bad. To the Jets and man, he played he, some good he, ass yeah, ball. Yeah. He wasn't bad. His problem was. They defense was horrible. horrible. They had that. They had that off. They had that offense on fire, but the defense couldn't do nothing. They only had like the Real Reavers at the time. Yeah, they like didn't that. have nothing. Yeah, I was like, no, no. I said, I'm, I'm gonna make you make you remember old Chad Pennington. Then you had your man. I mean, it's just been a, a quarterback carousel. Yeah. yeah, and teams get those those reputations. The Raiders had their running back carousel for years. Mm. It's just certain teams they get played with. Okay, they can't get a quarterback to say they life. They can't get a running back to say that. You know, Chicago's had that problem until your boy came. What was his name? The light-skinned dude. Matt. I see his, I see his face. Matt Bar- Bar- no, not Barkley. That's a quarterback. 
played play one back for the Bears. It was cold. Light skinned cat. Fucking stump. Okay, let's go to Chicago Bears. I look, you, you got it. Chicago running back. Yep. He was cold, bro. Like they passed running backs. No, he was just cold. Like he was, he, he, he was light skinned dude. Matt Forte. Okay. Remember okay. Matt Forte? Okay. Forte yeah. was. Yeah. Forte did his thing. Forte was was legit. Yeah. Forte you can't, you can't take nothing from Forte. So you get you get you get flashes of okay we got this. But what did they never have after that, though? Quarterback. So you got Forte, but you ain't got a quarterback to go with him. Or if you got the quarterback, you ain't got a running back. You know, so yeah. Chicago's always had those problems. It was like, always man, they, something. It yeah. was always something with they could they, they could never get on the same page. And then you had the Raiders that couldn't find a running back to save their life. And then mm-hmm. they get your man. And then he gets there. And then they finally get the running back. And then he gets hurt. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, damn yeah. it. Some teams can't catch a break, bro. It's just like, wow. So... Then you got San Diego. They got your boy now. Uh, what's his name? The, the, the Herbert. Nerd. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? They got that. But see, now they ain't really got no running back yet because I don't know if Melvin Gordon, is he still there? Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, so, I ain't so, yeah. Exactly. It's just certain teams. It's always something. I was a Chargers fan because I always liked their helmets when I was young. Yeah. And it's just certain teams. You're like, man, can y'all please come get out the dumps already? Like, That's how Big Bro was with the Bears, man. Yeah, the Bears. God, been, he was. Oh, my God. The Bears have been catching blues for forever, bro. And then your man goes The there. Bears. He don't even give a damn. What's your man's name that, that married old girl from the uh, uh, Cutler? <laughs> Cutler didn't give a shit. <laughs> Cutler didn't give a shit, Yeah, man, dog. If Cutler actually gave a damn. Bro, he was hell in Washington. He was pretty nice in Denver. If Cutler gave his, a damn. His gave a damn started waning as his career went. He stopped giving a damn. Cutler was deep, dog. Bro, Cutler was not bad at all, bro. Arm. Cannon. Yeah, like cannon. Super cannon. Step back. He was cold, man. He did his thing, but his attitude. His give a shit meter was, yeah, dog. He, really he came out got. the damn game in the playoffs. Remember, they was like, yeah, what are you sure doing? did. Sure my did. Hand. Sure my did. Hand, man. Sure did. Got a bad rep. Sure he, did. And then, then at all the black quarterbacks available, they ship him down to Miami. All these available quarterbacks, but that's because his man's was down there. Mm. His uh, his old coach. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know how that. So shit. man, uh, we need to be, we need a big game for this show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, a big game. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward because for, for some reason, football season gives me a certain nostalgia. I just it's just a feeling like when we used to have the screen right there. And we we bringing in, this back. We would just have that feeling, man. Like you know, bro, I will leave my job and come straight here. Yeah, on Sunday. It's just that feeling you to get, watch man. football. That's what football does. It's not like basketball. It's not like baseball because those are those are games you get daily. Yeah, football is even with a Thursday game now. It's still Monday, Thursday, Sunday. It used to just be Monday and Sunday for yeah, forever, sixty plus years, for years. forever, forever. Thursday night game. We got us and the Bucks coming up in a few weeks. I, I, uh, they had to start upping that schedule on Thursday nights because they put the pool games on. But Are they still being on NFL Network though? Mm, I'm gonna have to check. It's just because some of them Thursday games I'll be wanting to watch. Yeah, most of them be on. Now, for some reason, they started putting a lot of them on Fox. Yeah, so yeah, I was saying. digging that. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but football is just football and boxing. Those are two sports that I can never, ever get enough of, man. Uh, I and and, I and they both do one thing. They come and go too damn quick and stay gone forever, especially boxing. 
you get you one good match, and then oh, well, so and so dropped out, so and so got hurt, and he's like, Damn, talk about it, man. Boxing's been a rough one. Talk about it, man. It's we just a- saw, we just seen Ortiz fight. Yeah. Uh, boy yeah. knocked him out in the eighth round. Yeah. Ortiz is nice, y'all. And Ortiz. GP, and, and, GP, Prada, Grand Prairie. And Mean Machine said it. He said no slight, but he said, man, he said, he said Ortiz is harder than Crawford. And I've been trying to tell people that. I said, where do y'all get this Crawford got power from? I said, when you bite bomb, when you fighting bums, you gonna have power. He hits hard in the spins. I'm like, where? When? But, uh, Look at his knockout ratio. He's fighting the paper boy. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. He, I mean, don't make me go on the yeah. list of his, of his opponents. No, at yeah, one, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm speaking at 147. You don't want to go down his resume at 147. Ortiz said it after that fight, man. He's ready for Bud. I know we was you know texting what, back bro? and forth. We was texting back and forth. You said, no, nah, he ain't ready for him. No. A lot of people say he may not be ready for him. No. I love the boy's heart. I love that he ain't afraid of nobody. I yeah, know he. I love I mean, it. I love that he's more than me than anything. Yeah, I, I love it. But there's no fear. I, there's only one way I can. But see you got to know how to pick your battles at I the can, same time. The bottom line is, Bud will outbox him easily. And if he don't beat him by any other way, he'll beat him on points. Mm-hmm. But I think Ortiz can take Bud's power, and that can be a problem for Bud because Ortiz he'll die out there in that ring. Yeah, dog. So he has a puncher's chance, but. <laughs> Just skill for skill, he's not ready. I watched him fight. He did what he had to do. He dug in deep against Mean Machine. He did, and but he gets caught a lot. And I said, I saw, yeah, I saw a few replays. I said that with the Mo Hooker fight. I said Mo Hooker's not even a natural one forty seven, and he ain't got one forty seven power. And that boy's face was, oh, want Bud? He was like, boy, please, what you get you a medic? Yeah, you're not ready for Bud. I mean, but people, people made people was like, you know what though? But when will he ever be? Sometimes maybe you have to pull a Canelo and throw him in there with a Mayweather. Let him get his ass whooped, and then maybe that'll make him better, though. Sometimes you got to do that. I respect him for not being afraid, though. But that's another level, man. I think that boy can go down, man, yeah. as one of the best in history. What well, you, you know. What you want to do, you want to you get your weight up, fight Boots. Fight Boots. Boots going to smash him to me. Boots, gonna put, Boots is so skilled. so Boots going to give it to him, too. But that... That's a measuring stick, and Ortiz team said that fight doesn't make any sense. Nah, y'all, what y'all trying to do is if we do take a loss, see, I lost the, the Bud, I lost the Spence. You don't want to lose somebody that's right there on your list. Yeah. It's always yeah. politics in that, man. <clears throat> that fight don't make sense. Yes, it does. It makes plenty of sense. Y'all both on the warpath. He beat Limpinitz. You beat Mean Machine. Y'all had y'all had y'all step up uh-huh, fights. Uh-huh. Y'all need to fight. That's what we said. If I was a boxing promoter, they'd be like, man, that Jones network be popping. <laughs> <laughs> they be making them fight. But they be yeah. fight. I'd be like the UFC. You know, UFC, you get them yeah, fights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That's what I'm like, man, we need the fights. Everybody's scared to lose. They owe. Got to give respect to Keith Thurman, though. Now, I didn't respect him in the murder day because he was ducking. He was ducking Spence, but he fought Pacquiao. But nobody saw that coming either, though. Nobody saw Pacquiao knocking him down. No. Even beating him. Huh. But he put his O on the line, though. I mean, I think he personally got paid. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? That was probably bag over ten million, but nah, they got to come on with these fights, bro. So the, the, the big talk right now is Tank versus uh, Thurman. Tank said, "I want you." <laughs> then I heard Thurman saying he wants Jamel. Yeah, but they like they like why he trying to do that? They talking about to try to bait Spence. Spence like shit, fight him if you want to. But see, Jamel, Jamel got to come on, man. He got to stop. Because that Castano fight, man, I don't care. Nobody said that. Last, that for real. That was for seven, real. That was seven five. Yeah, Castano, bro. Man. Yeah. He better be happy that they call that shit a tie, bro. You better be happy you was in damn Texas. Mm. Because I'm telling you now. Mm. You I, I, I watched that fight. And I, I went back and watched I, it. I said, Reed, 
read. This is, I went this back is, and watched this. I can't. I don't see. I don't. I don't see six six. I see seven five. I, I, mean, seven, I think five. I said the same thing after the fight. Yeah, and, and yeah, everybody know Charlo's my guy. Man, Castano. You know, you can say what you want. No, what it is. Yeah, man. Like right. Castano pulled that off. I mean, if, if, if it wasn't a draw, it was Castano, and it should have been Castano. Nigga, I know they told him after that fight. I know they you talked to him after that fight. You heard what James was saying. Derek was like, bro, you need a knockout. He yeah. said that shit like in the 10th yeah, round. Yeah, bro. If he telling you that, nigga, you, yeah. yeah you you, you, you kind of behind he's, on he's them cards, nigga. because you you're up. Yeah. And that was in the 10th round. That's 10, 11, 12. That he won. He won, he won 10, 11. 12 was kind of a, eh. That was 7, 5, if nothing else. And this is coming from, I'm very unbiased when I watch sports, when I watch boxing. And, man, that was, a, hey, man, Castano got my respect. I was like, oh, okay. And he 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 got Charlo's, too, because Charlo, Charlo mm-hmm. was like, oh. I mean, they, they, they need they to run that fight. back. They need to, but they, that, that, that's the they thing, man, that back. mandatory politics bullshit got in the way. It's like, man, that, man, that ain't what we, man. hey, step aside money, let's go. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? They need to, yeah, the, the stuff that makes sense. Step bro. aside money. Y'all need to do the no. shit that makes sense, bro. Do the fights that make sense. Yeah. Do the fights that make sense. Step the ones money. that everybody want to see. Why, why y'all playing? Yeah. I know, I'm very unfor- I'm very unfortunate, man, that my boy Spence can't fight because of his retina uh, that he heard during practice. So that means since Spence can't fight Pacquiao, Ugas is going to come up. So and, now and take his gotta, spot. Pacquiao got to fight for his belt again. <laughs> Shit is stupid, bro. It should have, man. Smell it? I smell conspiracy. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. How is it possible that Marcos Maidana's little brother that was fighting Ugas on the undercard of the Spence fight got the exact same eye injury as Spence and pulls out which allows Ugas to fight Manny. I feel really? Like, oh yeah. yeah. I feel like it's all in motion for Manny to beat Ugas, get his belt. All right, Spence, let's resume, and then they can fight for the unification. Because remember, WBA wouldn't reinstate him. Because Pac didn't have a belt, did no, they? Took it. They, they they stripped him and gave it to Ugas. Then they they gave it back to Manny, but not officially. But they was kind of. They was playing, and then they officially announced that he's not reinstated. So it was for the IBF and the WBC, mm. not the IBF, WBC, and WBA, which makes it for all more marbles because the winner takes those three belts, and now mm-hmm. your boy Bud got to do something though. You got a three belt winner over here. Like, hey man, what we doing? If, if you don't want to fight, you a duck. He like gonna to, have to take the fight. I don't like to use the word duck, but if, yeah, if, yeah, he gonna have to take the fight. Be it Spencer Pacquiao, one of them gonna have three belts and be like, that's a super unification fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just I smelled something wrong when I heard that Mark Marcos Madonna's little brother pulled out. Well, eye injury pulls out and it, that elevates Ugas to. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to Spence. I want I don't want to say he's faking it. I don't think he was. He I don't think really, Spence he was. He could have really hurt. I really don't guy. think Spence was because he could he could have really hurt his eye, but then. The Marcos Maidana thing could have been like, okay, you do this and then boom and then boom and they boxing box is known for its 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 trickery. Oh yeah. 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 But it didn't make sense to me for Spencer to pull out one, the biggest payday of his career, mm-hmm. two, the biggest opponent of his career, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a unification. He wins, he just keeps what he got, so you know how that goes. 
But I just didn't see him faking an injury like that. Uh, yeah, ducking. I don't think he's a, yeah, ducking? I don't think he's the type to duck. He ain't scared of Pacquiao? Hell no. Everybody was saying, I saw people say, oh, he's scared of Pacquiao. Like, Bro, you those, crazy? Pac- those, those Pacquiao fans, their stands like the Canelo fans and whatnot, they're they not reasonable. Yeah. This dude, he called him out in the ring and man, he looked unsure. So come on, man. It's what it is, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who is, uh, Bud scheduled to fight somebody, ain't Bud is scheduled, it's not official but they're, they're talking in talks for him and sean porter for november yes that's right that's right him and porter but he said i'm wa- now look look uh-huh. understand this t i'm watching that fight because again we've said it before porter is a dog porter is a fucking beast You could possibly, you might, you could possibly, if, if it, nigga, you could see a, a rematch, uh, a Porter and Spence. Uh, but Spence said he on, he said he on the other things. He was like, I know he on the other thing, but, but, but it really, it's all going to depend yeah, on what Bud do. Yeah, if Bud, Bud has, has to win. If, if somehow Porter ends up beating Bud, like, and I'm not counting Porter out. I'm not counting him out neither. Man, that 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 throws salt in one of the biggest fights ever. Everybody wants to see the uh, Spence Crawford fight, but everybody also wants to see Crawford have a step up fight before he fights Spence and be like, nah, 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 don't just go to Spence. Don't try to protect your O, because a lot of people feel like, nah, he's high. He's he. They, they felt like Porter was high risk, low reward for Crawford because Crawford because you know Porter don't bring nothing to the table, but for Porter it's. Hey, my back's against the wall, and I ain't got nothing to lose because you got a belt. I beat you. I got the WBO. I could derail one of the biggest fights of the decade. But but Bud has to fight a top a, a top of like at this point. Yeah. Looking at his career, like everybody has kind of looked at him and be like, bro, like we said it before. Who have you fought? Yeah. Like yeah yeah you got a belt, but like who have you yeah. really fought well, that like like you, got you put belt. a stamp on you it? You got the belt from Joe Horn, who it was a blatant robbery over in London from Pacquiao mm. so he should have never had the belt in the first place if anything it should have been Pacquiao and, and Bud but then they was claiming that Pacquiao was ducking Bud then and it, just whatever the case may be when Jeff Horn got the belt I ain't gonna lie it reminded me of LeBron going to the finals in the East mm. the easy route mm. you got Joe you got <laughs> Amir Khan one legged oh Washed up old American, one legged Jose Benavides. Uh, who else? Who else did he fight? Uh, past his prime, washed Kell Brook, who was giving him problems with the yeah, jab. Yeah. We Come on, watching that. Come on, yeah. Um, mean Machine at the time we thought was, but the Mean Machine was all right. But Mean, but who had never heard of him? Yeah, these are not to the boxing fans. The mean you know, Machine knock them. These aren't formidable opponents. So we're you, like, who? You said Mean knock him down. Then. Yeah, it, it, kind of like a put. Whatever the case may be, no one had ever heard of him. These aren't opponents that people are like, you know. People are like, yeah, these ain't stamp stamp worthy opponents. Meanwhile, man. you got Spence that fought Kelbrook, Porter, Danny Garcia, Mikey Garcia. You know Not scared of none of them. Beat none. all of them. Those are stamp yeah. quality guys coming back from a, a deadly accident yes, and beat yeah. Danny Garcia yeah. like he ain't never been beaten. Yeah, yes. You tell me yes. who's the A side? Yes. Who's 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 doing three hundred damn near three hundred fifty pay per views averaging? You want to see Spence, though. Yeah. You just want to see Spence. Yeah, man. So, man. On that note, though, I had a I had an ill question I thought of over the week. 
I said, and I, I want to ask you this, man. <clears throat> what do you think is the most entertaining? Uh, how do you say it? What is the most entertaining moment that can happen in sports? And I was saying it from like scenario wise. I'm saying not. Nah, this is what I'm saying. Is it like football's version of the Hail Mary? Scoring a touchdown at the end of the game? You tell me like a, a, a like a, a, a like, like, like like what like what is it in sports that's just like, oh my God. Um, uh, a buzzer beater a in walk, basketball. Walk off in the World Series, game seven. Yes, man. Like you, you, you know what I said? I said, no, I I said I, I, I told a guy at my at my job. I told him but this is me personally. I said to me personally, I feel like the most Exciting play in all the sports to me is a home run. Now it could be a home run, it could be a walk off, it could be a grand slam, with anything. But I, I said it. I said it, you have to understand the, you know, us being baseball guys. But you know, me playing it and, and going, I said you have to understand just how hard that is. It's not an easy feat because you have guys. And I was telling the guy, I said, dude, you know, you're going up. You know, anybody that's just played, you know, baseball throughout their whole life, as you go up. These pitchers start throwing faster, harder, quicker. It's like that in the third. By the time you get to the league, these guys are averaging 90 miles per hour, 95, 100 miles per hour that they throwing these damn balls. And for you to have the concentration to hit that ball that quick and knock that son of a bitch out the park 400 and some feet, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So, I mean, I come in. When I see dudes hit, like, now, I, I mean, e- e- even if ain't if it ain't the Rangers, just whoever. Like, I look through each report and I go through the baseball, and I will just sit there and just look at the guys just hit a home run. Oh, he hit it! I was like, it, it, that play to me that that that's amazing to me. That's like the time, especially like a like you said, like game seven, Grand Slam, walk off. Yeah. Like, ah, that's exciting as hell. Yeah, yeah. that's the, you know? that's why I use baseball. I said game seven, game tied up, no tomorrow. Walk off. Um, it ain't got to be bases loaded because it just needs. It ain't. Run. Yeah, so yeah. Bases is cleared. Three two pitch, two outs. Three two pitch, two outs. <laughs> I don't know if you can. Paint One it. pitch I, is coming. <laughs> I don't think you can put a. And then you get. <clears throat> I don't think you can paint a better scenario. And I'm a football and boxing guy. Nah, me too. That was <laughs> or twelfth round, three seconds left. Super tight. They tied up. Knockout. Puts him to sleep. But I don't think we've ever seen that before, though. I don't think we've ever seen that where someone got knocked out cold. You know what I'm talking about? Didn't get up like, damn. Man, you know, it, that would have been a draw. And you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, but Boxing that, sits me on the edge of my seat because you are because you know the momentum, all it takes is one hit. The momentum. Because baseball is the slowest sport besides golf. Mm-hmm. But boxing is... Non-stop, for, non-stop. Yeah, four, yeah. three, four minutes. <gasps> yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, you know, that's 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 the beautiful thing of sports. It's like, you know, the the, the, the screaming and you be taking a piss. Like, hey, what I miss? What I miss? But that's somebody fumbled. Yeah. Somebody got an interception. Yeah. Somebody got knocked out. Yeah. Uh, somebody hit a game winning three. It's so many scenarios of what that oh was about. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And that old could mean 
oh, from the opposing team, like, God dang it, or oh, from the yeah. team that won. Yeah. So, sports is just a beautiful thing, man. It's like, it's a beautiful thing, man. I've been on the receiving end of that. Oh, when we was up here, me, you, big game, and Jill. Left <laughs> <laughs> some days happy. Left some days not happy. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. That is the beauty of yeah, it. Sports are good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nah. But I think the the scenario of the home run, World Series, you know, 3-2 three, two, three, two pitch. I mean, out of, I'm saying out of all sports. That's, that's, you that's feel like kinda, that's like the that's like huge. The, that's huge, man. Because baseball, that's, that's you know, they call it America's sport. Not mine. but Not to that degree. But I played baseball before. and takes a lot of concentration you got to box out the noise you know what i'm talking about you know it's a three two you know if you strike if you, if you don't hit this ball that's it yeah two outs yeah but see you got extra innings though yeah. but what if they're up and you got you and one man on Ooh. that makes it even more intriguing yeah man it's a lot of intriguing scenarios that can four, happen it's three to four and if you strike out the game's over you lose the world series but it's you and one at one man it can be five four in fact we watched something like that with the uh, with the um, Astros and the Dodgers, yeah, where they kept going back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth, mm-hmm. and they went like eleven innings. Yep. Bro, I couldn't sit down. Man, that shit had me stuck to the TV. Bro, I was like, what? Like, oh, yep, whoa, yep, yep. whoa, <laughs> man, it was the craziest thing yeah. we had ever seen. Yeah. Man, that was just wild. They keep talking about some game that happened with the. Was the White Sox and the Yankees? Oh, you didn't see it? Nah, they call it. I didn't watch it. I didn't. I didn't watch it. But yeah, they took that. They took the, the. They had a. What was it? It was. They had a baseball field. They took like that old movie Field of Dreams, Dreams yeah. that Kevin Costner was in. Yeah. Yeah. They took that old. They had that. They had a big ass cornfield, like in the back, just like that. Yeah, just dude. like the movie, and they played. Yeah, they had a game. Had a game with Red Sox and uh. Yeah, Red Sox and Yankees. Wow. And that ended on a fucking walk off. Red Sox. Walk offs are exciting. Yeah, that ended on a walk off. They're exciting. Um, last minute hail mary passes. Well, you know what? Not the hail marys. You know what's more exciting than that? When you catch a pass and then you make up 60, 70, 80 yards. See, catching the hail marys, you come down. Yeah, that's great. But to see someone running, um, beast mode. Okay, yeah. That run against yeah. the Saints. Yeah, and he won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, bro. Uh, old boy, uh, Stephon Diggs, when he did it for for Minnesota, the music, the music day miracle, music yeah. city miracle, music city, yeah. with the Titans and the, yeah. the <laughs> ooh, I forgot Titans that. and the was it was it Steelers or uh, Titans and somebody? I can't remember. I can't yeah, remember. Like that ball the and homeboy went all the way down the I field. I was watching that game. I was too. And what's crazy I was is too. you got games etched in stone that we were actually watching live. Yeah. I watched the flu yeah. game with Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Yep. I watched yep. the game where Kobe hit the shot. Yep. Yep. I mean, that, that, that was MJ. I'm sorry, but I watched I watched the Kobe shots where, Woo! where he jumps up. Shaq's arms. Yeah, yeah. He throws it up and Shaq's on the court. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I watched those games. Yeah, yeah. We was all part of that, man. Part of part of history. Part of history. Part of history. Yeah. You know, uh, that Auburn, Auburn, Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, college football final. Oh boy, oh boy, took that ball all the way back. Mm-hmm. I didn't even. I didn't expect that. I, I sat there and watched it. I said, "Boy, caught the ball and he just started running." 20, 30. I said, "Yeah, oh my lord." Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've I've watched, I've watched some amazing. See, I remember I grew up watching Barry Sanders too. Mm. 
So I've seen some amazing runs, amazing plays. Shit, I'm watching the game, unfortunately. The the, the Odell catch Mm. over your boy uh, Carr. The one-handed joint. Just one-handed him, just nasty. That was sick. And and my only comeback was, uh, who won the game? You know what I'm talking about? They like, man, damn, who won the game? Did you see the catch? catch Century. I'm like, (laughs) man, he did. And Brandon Carr just happened to be on the receiving end of one of the best catches. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. That is unfortunate. For every celebrator, there's someone on the end. That's what they say. Put you on the post. reminded of that shit. (laughs) Jason Terry. LeBron. The dunk. Uh, It's not necessarily payback. But when he played, when, when Terry played with for the Boston, Celtics, yeah, and he tried and to, he <laughs> shouldn't have jumped up. And you know, you when LeBron jump. did that, we knew why he. Yeah, he just walked off, didn't say nothing. Yeah, back. yeah. That was, that was, I can't get my ring back. You know, from you take, but they, they, everybody knew. Everybody. He was still hurt. He was still hurt. <laughs> everybody knew what it was. He was still hurt. The story. Did you ever hear the story about LeBron? Jason Terry and uh, Dwayne. You said Dunn, something. I think you had said it right. Yeah, club yeah. And how they got in. D Wade and LeBron got in, and it took Jason Terry another thirty minutes to get in. But when he got in, he was yeah. What, what, what'd you say? Yeah, it took me thirty minutes. Had the ring on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I eventually got in, but guess what? So yeah, yeah, man. We've had some moments, man. We had some incredible, beautiful, moments. yeah, beautiful, incredible sports moments. Watching man. sports, man. It's like. Doug Buzz- Flutie, Doug Flutie, when he played for uh, what Boston College, and he threw that ball, mm-hmm. and like I think that hell Mary, I think the, the band came out, yeah, the- yeah, 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 that was classic, that was classic. classic shit though, bro. Don't get me wrong, buzzer beaters, buzzer beaters in the NBA are, they are, bro, they'll get you hyped. Dame Leonard, they get that Dame, Dame Leonard in the Rockets, yeah, where he said, yep, and they threw that ball to him, and he. In, 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 in Paul George's face, that wasn't the Rockets. That was who? Clips. Nope. No, no. OKC. Okay, OKC. Okay, OKC. Okay, yep. It was the one he was looking in the. Yep. Dane was and, just and, looking and, at him. And then like, Paul George going to say after that was a bad shot. Fool. Whatever. Shit, it went in. Whatever. <laughs> We've seen some amazing. I mean, even even going back to to how Jordan used to hit them, them game winners. How Kobe used to hit the fucking game winners. You know what I'm saying? Bro. The, the the Dirk Tracy McGrady battle. Yes. Where I think I think Yes. I think Dirk ended up having fifty and McGrady had fifty five. Mm-hmm. Or the Phoenix Suns game where Tim Thomas called Dirk a punk or something and he lit him for like sixty or something. Man, poof. Yeah. <laughs> it's just some game. I, I sent you that I sent you an article. I don't know if you saw it, but they was naming like the top ten uh, hardest roads. We we talk about all. They said top ten hardest roads we, for the, for the channels. Damn it, nigga, Dallas was number one. We got our piece. Dallas was number one. I remember saying, "Reed, you ever notice something? Not just because we're Mavs fans." I said, "Bro, we had the hardest road to achieve it all the time." They should have said hardest and most unlikely, because it being unlikely made it that much more than just hard. Because it was so unlikely, bro. Nobody. Nobody looking at that team us. on paper. Bro, we yeah. broke a three point. We we broke a three point playoff record against the Lakers, yeah. and we owe we owed them. We owe yeah. four, four owed them. That's when Kobe Kobe came and he said these boys can beat us, man. He said it. He said these guys can beat us. Yeah, he said it. Kobe it was said, like after game two, he was like, Kobe said I'm us, up here man. watching. He said they got five niggas on the court that can shoot threes. Five. <laughs> He said, well, I, I ain't but one person. <laughs> That's when your boy was there. What, Bynum? 
Yeah, Andrew Bynum, yeah. He started clotheslining the boys. Yeah. And, and Lamar Odom, they fell apart, yeah. bro. Yeah. And it wasn't over after that. Oh, man, we got OKC. The big three. We're not the OKC. But see, before that, we had the Trailblazers. Brandon Roy hit us for 57. Like, man, I remember that whole run, bro. I remember that whole run. I remember the, the heartbreak of, of the Rangers going back to back. One strike away twice. Oh, that hurt. Gosh. One strike away twice. Nelson Cruz. How does that happen? How the mm, does that happen? One strike away. St. Louis Cardinals, bro. I remember that, bro. How does that happen? And what made it so crazy was St. Louis was about six to seven games back in the playoffs. They weren't even in the playoffs. And they just went on this Yeah, dog. Yeah, they, they, they got, they got hot at the right time. Yeah, hot at the right time. Back to back. What's his name? For Neftali Feliz. Neftali Feliz. All you had to do was strike Do you know he out, says dog. right now he, he still can't sleep because of that? He said he, just, he can't ever live it down. He talked about that, bro. Oh, yeah. That shit. And you only had one strike. Oh, you had one strike. I lived in that apartment. I think you lived. <laughs> yeah, I lived in my apartment, man. I remember Ian hit me up and was like, congrats, bro. We were celebrating. We thought it's over. That was back when I was uh, kicking kicking with this chick, Madre. We went up to... Uh, Shit, we went to Fuzzies. Yeah, we was watching that game at Fuzzies, man. And they shut, you know. They, we was like, they was getting ready to close. We was there. They was getting ready to close. But we looked at, them, we was like, y'all, we just, God damn, we just want to watch this game. God, we got to finish this. It's at the end. So they let us like watch it. So we are sitting there like, come on, Rangers, come on. We was like, damn it, one nigga, we about to do it. And when he dropped that ball with Nelson Cruz in that ball, boy, everybody's face is just like, I, 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 I bet you oh. could hear probably a rat piss on cotton. I know. I know. Because they scored off that and it was over. Remember? Yeah. They scored off that and the game was over. Yeah. And I think it was, I think who started off was a guy named David Freeze. Freeze. He just kept Freeze. Yep. Hitting up the middle. Double. Yep. Double. He was just lighting us up, man. And, and just, oh my God. Pujols. Uh, who else was it? Uh, they had a squad, man. They had, they had a good team. But, the, but they weren't more talented than us. All you had to do was just catch, catch the, the ball. Damn ball. A fly ball. To no, it, it it was like right field, right center field, right center, right field. center field, and it was a right perfect. But I mean, it's all you had to do is do this. All he had to do was just. It was a perfect. And, and, buffer. And I wouldn't say routine, nigga, but, but that shit that. is routine. But you got to make that. Ain't no damn routine. They do that all the time, well, bro. He had to kind of stretch for it, but bro, this, for what's on the line, the ball went over his head, dog. So he was at the wrong he misjudged angle. it. He was the wrong angle. Yeah, that ball went over his head, so he he. He 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 must have analyzed it wrong. He must have thought, and, and even I've been on the, in the outfit and I've done it and I've judged the ball wrong. You think it's finna drop, but it keeps going, going. You like, oh damn! You come up and you thinking it's about to fall, and it just has a little bit more air and it goes right above your head. You like, oh damn! And for that to happen at that point in time, at that point in time, that is killer. That is killer. That is killing. I think that's one. That's probably one sports moment that I will never get over. Nah. Until the Rangers win a championship, I will never get over that. Mm. And we ain't been shit since. Nah, it got worse every year. And then, really, I kind of tuned out when they, when Beltre left. I was done. When he retired, I was kind of done. With they him. just put him in the Hall of Fame because you you could you could you could see the writing on the walls between. Uh, Rugi and yeah. Elvis and yeah, just it, everybody started going downhill. It was just like, damn, what's happening to the team? And 
I don't know anybody on that roster except for Gallo, and he's in New York now. Yeah, I don't know him either, man. I don't know who they are. I don't bro. know who they are. That we haven't we we were we were a good team for such a long time because you, you know what I'm talking about. And then and then we had our little run, but that one year, our pitching was it was good enough because our offense was just great. Yeah. And that one pitch, I never liked this little cocky ass. The white guy with the long hair from California. He ended up going to the Angels and he left us. Never really liked that guy, man. Um, can't remember his name. Was it Wilson? Never yeah. liked him. Yeah, yeah. I never liked Wilson, yeah. bro. He ne- he was not. He wasn't clutch. Yeah. And then what does he do? Go to Los Angeles and get the bag. Josh Hamilton goes to get the bag. They don't do shit, but whatever, man. I think that's where Hamilton messed up too. Him going over there. Cause he, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't the same. He wasn't the same once he went to LA. All them, yeah, yeah. and he got surrounded by all that shit. But uh, it is what it is, man. But I, I, again, I digress, man. Like we just said, y'all, that something about that home run, man. Something about that home run is just, it's, it's that's just exciting as hell, bro. Just exciting as hell. And even and T, I mean, even even you you've been you've been to to a Rangers game, bro. Or just you know, and to sit there and see that in like live, you know, say like it happens like live. You the old like nigga, everybody stands up. Like there's not a person that sit down. So you hit that ball, you see that ball going up. Everybody saying like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Dog man. Dog. Dog. So I mean, yeah. I think I think the home run. I think that's it. I think that is it. Most deaf man. Wonderful show, man. Uh, another episode here, MCHP Radio. It's a good one, man. Damn, this was a good one, T. Yeah, man. Um, we about to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. dedicate this show, man. Yeah. To my girl Cynthia, she passed away today. Yeah. Broke my heart, bro. Been crying all day about that. Cynthia, R.I.P. I love you. She had a, um, she had a uh, pan- pancreatic cancer. And you know Cynthia used to come in after us. So that's why I've been that's why I've been crying all day, man. T man, you could have told me after the show, dog. I love you, Cynthia. Um oh. there'll never be another one like you. Um see you on the other side. You know what I'm saying? I just I just I, we gotta dedicate this show to you, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate everything you've done for me. And you was one of the realest people I knew. Wow, bro. Yeah, my, my my whole face kind of just, you know. Um, and, yeah, if y'all don't know, man, Cynthia used to come after my show. Um, loved her energy. Loved her energy, man. Used to always give me hugs and stuff like that. Sweet, sweet lady, man. Yeah, that was my girl, man. Um, damn. Damn. Yeah, broke my heart, bro. Just, she had been sick. I remember. You had told and, me she was um, sick for a while. The last video, and I'll never... I gotta make sure to say this. She sent me a video, and I, I, you know, I just, she just, you know, the chemo was just, it was too much. You know what I'm saying? So she fought as hard as she could, and um, you know, R.I.P. to my girl Cynthia F. Guillory, man. I miss you. I miss you a lot. I'm gonna miss you too, man. Always be part. You always be part of DFW. What's that? Uh, I already always be part of the family. Uh, yeah, that's shit. That damn, you just rock me, man. Uh, forever, man. Forever, man. Uh, yeah, I didn't know her like T did, but every time I did come around her, like I said, wonderful energy, wonderful woman, sweet lady, man. I always enjoyed talking to her when I did. 
Um, yeah, that one, that one's gonna hurt, man. That one's gonna hurt. Uh, but you know, we we leave on a note to say that, hey, you know, tell people that you love them. Uh, give people their flowers while they are here. You know, like T said, you know, you don't don't wait till it's till it's till it's too late on none of that stuff, man. And, and just man, everybody just try to take care of yourself best way possible, man. Whatever you believe, whatever you you know go through and stuff like that. But just try to take care of yourself best possible. But but of course, of course, tell people that you love them, man. If they really, really, really part of your life and you really care about them, let them know. Cause shit, you never know, man. On that note, man, we're going to get out. R.I.P. Cynthia, most deaf. Everybody else, man, much love to y'all. MCXP Radio. We will be back same bad time, same bad channel on Monday, next Monday. All right? Till then, man, you guys stay up. Much love. Shout out Broken. Be safe. T, myself. I'll holler at y'all next week. <laughs>